Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, hey, what's going on to all my kings and queens and in betweens? It's your girl, Miss B, Queen B, coming at y'all again this week with another episode of the Tea with Queen B. Hey, friends. Hey, family. How's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? Um, besides intense outrage for the millionth time in a row now, it seems like. I hope everyone is trying to stay as safe as possible. I know a lot of cities are rioting right now and the unrest is real. And to be honest, people are tired. People are tired. Like, I want to be able to come on this pod and have a fun, hype conversation about something else besides the innocent murdering of our people we just had a pod a few weeks ago about Ahmaud Arbery being you know wrongfully killed by these white men these you know supremacists and now in the span of that happening we have Breonna Taylor who was gunned down in her own home and also Tony McDade who was gunned down by the police who was a transgender man and one after another it's the domino effect that just continues to spiral further and further out of control and in this climate right now that people are in with COVID going on and you know just the back-to-back bullshit people have had enough people have had enough I'm actually waiting on my girlfriend to get home right now as we speak because her job has been shut down because there's a lot of um, talk about some rioting that's supposed to happen on 14th Street tonight in the city. And at this point, I can't be one of those people. I understand, you know, a lot of people's sentiments right now saying that rioting and looting and all of that you know destroying your own city is not gonna help anything and to that I have to say that is merely perspective totally perspective it's like a child acting out you your child cries out for attention in so many ways and they don't get seen and then one day they just pop the fuck off and wild out and have a tantrum and all of that because they've been craving this attention and this void that needs to be filled and they've been tugging on your coattails saying pay me attention and do something about it that's what this situation is and I think that the severity of it also comes in the blatant disregard I mean when you when you pull out a weapon to shoot someone it kind of takes some of the sting out of it because you're shooting them and that bullet is doing your dirty work. Yeah, you shot them, you killed them, but you're not on them, you know, up close and personal, bang, bang. You know, this officer 
had his knee on this man's neck for nine minutes. Three of those minutes, this man, George Floyd, I will continue to say his name, was unresponsive. Unresponsive. He wasn't resisting and he wasn't being unruly and even if he fucking was resisting i don't care there's no excuse no fucking excuse that officer treated him like a dog on the street like an animal like his life at that moment did not matter and for me, I only watched the video barely one time. I, I couldn't make it through the whole thing. It was the lack of remorse. You know, it was just the, the deadness in the officer's eyes of like, I know what I'm doing. It was the arrogance of it all that pissed me the fuck off. The looking around, I mean, not budging or anything with this man, pleading pleading for his life under your knee and that to me is the savagery that just really just tops things off that by his own hands he was willing to take this man's life and you know wasn't like a split decision where he pulled out his weapon and didn't think before he acted you intentionally you had the chance it's not like killing someone with a gun where you can't take it back and things happen fast whether it be right or wrong you intentionally you had the choice and you made the choice not to give this man some air something so simple as that that could have saved this man's life with people blatantly fucking recording you knew and and that's what how do you not I have so much to say. How do you not equate the blatant racism to that situation? When he had the power to give this man just an inch and his partners around him, which upon further research, uh, some articles have been coming out that the officers were friends and you need to be charged as well. You stood there and you let that happen. Your conscience didn't kick in for you to say, all right, all right, all right, let's give this man some air. Your morale didn't smack you in the head and say let's get this man up off the ground who's not resisting mind you starting at the beginning all of this happened because of a attempt at forgery or some bullshit i don't even know what the charge was i just know that it was nothing that warranted uh excessive force from the police Or even if this man was resisting, he wasn't armed or anything. Like, you cannot justify that to me. While we're watching videos every day encountering white people with weapons in their hand, um, taunting the police, questioning the police, threatening the police, and they're still walking away with their lives. Some of them not even being arrested. Some of them with a warning saying, oh, just go home. Why? 
Why are you that afraid of the color of my skin? Am I that powerful to you underneath it all that you feel like you have to stomp on my neck every fucking chance you get? The outrage is at an all-time high. And for those people that are also, again, saying, you know, the rioting and the destroying your own community is not the way to get things done. Well, what is? Because we've done the peaceful protest. We we kneeled for our brothers and sisters that have been, you know, assaulted and killed, murdered by the police. We, we've kneeled. We've had peaceful protests. We've boycotted things. What else do we need to do? And and to give some historical background to the rioting and looting, what you might see as rioting and looting for no reason to me is ensuing chaos so that these people who think that it's okay to just live their lives like nothing is going on around them. No, people are going to show you what chaos feels like, what it's like to be fearful of leaving out of your own home, what it's like to be fearful of the street that you're, you know, accustomed to being on, not being able to indulge in going to that fucking Target or going to your Wendy's or going to your local store because every single day, every time we turn around, we're going through this shit again. With this inequality and this this complex that we are not enough and that we can be treated like that and that there's no consequence for these quote-unquote men in blue, women in blue, whatever. There's no consequence for their bullshit. We're tired. May I remind you that the Civil War was started on the grounds of people feeling like they had a right to own slaves. That the South had gotten so big for its britches and was making so much money that they were willing to send their own people into famine and disease to defend their right to own us. Do your research, people. Do your research. Mississippi, when they seceded from the United States, almost went into a famine. They couldn't feed people in the state because they were not allowed import because they seceded from the United States. They were willing to give up the resources, willing to give up food, willing to give up medical treatment, all these things that Mississippi got cut off from because they decided they didn't want to be a part of the United States anymore because the United States was changing. And needed that change. And these now free people were demanding that they have some sort of rights and could live their lives, you know, in a proper way. And Mississippi didn't want that because cotton was worth more than gold. And so, you know what they did? They rioted and looted in another way. They fought their own people to to keep a right that was never theirs in the first fucking place. Like, over cotton and people. So do not fucking tell people out here that are rioting and looting and causing fucking scenes, shutting down I-95 and all of that, that what they're doing is too fucking much. 
Because the United States was completely split down the fucking middle. Because people were doing too fucking much. And if it weren't for the people that were up there in the north fighting for the rights of the people down to the south, we would still be knee deep in fucking slavery and the United States would have no fucking problem with that. It's just fucking crazy to me. All these white folks lined up the fucking streets to protest, not being able to get their hair cut, not being able to open their fucking businesses. They showed up open carry with AK-40 fucking sevens, guns, pistols, all types of fucking shit to demand their, 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 their right, their freedoms, or, you know, their liberties not be infringed upon. Get the fuck out of here. And now you want to flip the scene because people of color are just saying, no, enough is a fuck enough. And, you know, I've, I've been seeing both sides of the story on social media. You know, people who really stand behind you know, the peaceful protest and, you know, the way to get things done is to get out to the polls and, you know, affect change within your community and, you know, reach out to your leaders. And ultimately, I understand the sentiment, but I think it's bullshit. I think that the system and the agenda is being fully enacted right now. And all of this is a carefully orchestrated opera I feel like we're in a show right now and you know now we're in this weird space where no one's talking about COVID we're not talking about the numbers we're out protesting by the thousands and I I don't know what the correlation is but I, I just feel like it's just all happening for a reason the distraction the I don't know. Please, somebody hit me and let me know what what exactly is supposed to be happening here because I'm watching videos of teams of military officials walking down a street telling people screaming at the top of their lungs for them to get in their fucking homes and shooting rubber bullets through people's doors because they're opening the door trying to figure out why tanks and military personnel are rolling through their neighborhood. That, folks, is martial law. When people are basically telling you how you can move and you cannot, you know, go about your life freely for fear of, you know, force that you could be hurt. Like, legit on the video I was watching, the girl... um got shot with a rubber like pellet or something and her friends were like oh my god are you okay and the the police military whatever were literally screaming down people's throats telling them get in the house now get in your house now close your doors and I'm sorry but I don't want to get to that point I don't want to get to that point on some Handmaid's Tale bullshit where I can't leave out of my house to go get milk and fucking eggs without someone with an AK-47 outside of my apartment building. Making sure that I can quote-unquote safely go and come. 
And all of this over something that could easily be fixed if you just fixed the fucking justice system and did what you were supposed to do for everybody. Not just for black people, white people, special for everybody. Let that shit run clean across the board. Right is right and wrong is fucking wrong. The fact that I'm still fighting for my rights as a human being because I'm black? Because I'm fucking black. I didn't choose to wake up this way. My creator made me this way. And I feel like we as a people are really so powerful that if we tapped into our own energy and our own power and our own royalty at the bottom most level that we could rise up and be the great kings and queens that we are intended to be and that's what scares these supremacy groups that's why they're infiltrating that's why they're infiltrating the police system they're infiltrating government and they're the ones that are trying to decide our fate because they know just how magical we really fucking are and i'm not apologizing about that i'm not apologizing about the the greatness of my people i'm i will never apologize for that i'm unapologetically black proud all day long 25 8 and you know at this point I keep asking, you know, what's the solution? Because this is the thing. Right now, you guys know, it's it's the, it's the oppression. So, of course, with us rioting and looting out here, they're not going to give in to us because that will be releasing the power. And so they refuse to release the relinquish that power. So they have to bite the bullet. Even though I'm pretty sure back there in the cut, there's someone back there saying... Give them a break. Let's do the right thing. No. Because if they give us an inch, we're going to take the whole fucking mile. And so we're in this this space where we want to fight for our rights. And we want to say by any means necessary. But we have to play the game as well. I don't even know what that consists of. Because... You know, we can go fuck shit up all we want and still not come to any real resolution. The police are not going to stop killing us. Clearly, they've said that in so many ways. And I've been encountering a lot of people um, via social media who have had their posts removed um, for, you know, speaking the truth. I had one friend who posted an American flag but it was all in black and white and one of the stripes had been peeled up to reveal a swastika underneath and the post was removed several times but there you can YouTube it right now there are police that have come out and said that the KKK and white supremacy groups are purposely infiltrating these positions of power and holding these positions of power because now they feel like us black folks and got too big for our britches. We're learning too much. We're we're waking up. And I continue to repeat 
the quote from Langston Hughes about Negroes, uh, meek and docile, sweet and kind. Beware the day they change their minds. And that's a scary day. The day that all of us black people decide that enough is enough. And I don't even want to limit it to just black people because there are people of all races right now on the front lines for the cause that are saying, we're here to stand for what is right. And this has got to stop. And, And I would love to... Um, I would love to talk to, you know, an ally for the cause to see how they feel about this situation from the standpoint of being, um, a a person, um, who is not of color, you know, being white or any other ethnicity, you know, how do they feel about this? How do you feel about your entire people, you know, being accused of being, you know, X, Y, and Z, being murderers, being racist, being all of this. There are genuinely people out there that are here for the cause and believe in equality, but, you know, your face alone can be, you know, the cause for someone to maybe turn on you or put you in that category. I would love to uh, see the perspective from someone who is on the front lines as an ally, but not a part or directly affected by what's going on, just to see how they feel and how they're, they're interpreting things and how they feel like they should go about things. What is their next move? How do they prove that they are ally enough, but also understanding and, you know, there are fine lines every which way we turn right now and if you're out there protesting please just be safe I don't know I I don't know what to say it's just the rage I had to come talk to y'all and say something because on one hand there are all these fucking know-it-alls who are saying this isn't gonna solve anything x y and z well a war would never be won without some sort of call to action And that's on the smallest scale to the largest scale. Nothing in the world's history was changed without conflict. So think about that before you're shunning, you know, people who are out here looting, rioting, or whatever. Because there are people from our history way all the way down back through the ages that pillaged and murdered and all of that to create the world as we know it today i'm not saying that it's right but war is inevitable and if it be a war uh for 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 our qual our quality of life if it be a war for that so fucking be it and that's my standpoint on it you don't have to agree with me but at least see the perspective of where i'm coming from on a grander scale and on the on the bottom level, of course, it, it's going to look really bad because people are out here stealing TVs and, you know, all of that. But again, you're, people are doing this in neighborhoods where they don't have a chance to thrive, some of these people. And 
people say, oh, you don't have to be a product of your environment and, you know, all of that. Those are people who are privileged and even black people who have never seen what a hood can actually do to a person who is in it, who have never had to experience that level of poverty just oppressing you on your shoulders at all times where there are grown people who can't read who can't get a job who are you know locked up in terms of the system and can't find their way out and so boom now you have this opportunity some fucked up shit happened and yeah they're going in fucking target and grabbing TVs and all the shit that they can't afford in their regular fucking lives. Again, because systemic, you know, oppression has created these stereotypes that we live in. And it's all one big fucking game. I could talk about it forever, but I'm not going to do that to y'all. Whew. My gosh, I gotta take a drink. I I wanted to come on the pod today and kind of get everyone's mind off of it and, you know, say something funny and I couldn't. And yesterday I actually had a function. I had a small cookout with friends to celebrate Black Pride and I saw a few little subliminal posts, I guess, around me posting about, you know, Black Pride and people saying, you know, I don't have time to celebrate, you know, Pride because I have bigger fish to fry, which in terms is uh, you spouting your frustration on social media. If that's part of your fight, then keep doing what you do. I completely get it. I just needed a break from just a sadness it's sad I mean I've sat in this house and broken down in tears just on the internet reading the frustration and the the hurt and the sadness all just surrounding the lack of care for the black man's life for black people just it it's crazy for the color of our skin I mean I I will never fucking get it. And I'm so glad that it's blowing up on this global scale that now we're in this space where news spreads like wildfire. And I'm pretty sure that across the globe, people are seeing what's going on over here in America. And I don't know if, you know, they feel for us and, you know, any type of way they had to go through that. But it's definitely on a global scale now. It's it's bigger than just what's going on in America. And it, it shows also how America deals with its own problems. And it, it, it's, it's all going to shit. So, like I kept telling my friends... We're going to have to get very comfortable being in the house and staying amongst ourselves because if this is the sentiment going forward and you're seeing now that people are basically like, we don't give a fuck, you're going to have to be more comfortable being home and trying to stay safe that way. Um, yeah. Don't know what else to say about it. It's you have any suggestions or, you know, any 
peaceful protesting going on around you or your neighborhood, feel free to write in to the show, Queen BT Podcast at gmail.com. That's Queen, the letter B, T E A Podcast at gmail.com. Please write into the show. Tell me about your experience. Um, I remember when Freddie Gray was murdered um, and Baltimore was rioting really heavy. My brother was on the front lines and, you know, just the impact of that, you know, it was really huge. And I know that there was a lot of damage done, but it also brought a lot of awareness to the forefront. So let's just continue to pray that we figure out what's next and that it doesn't involve us having to like literally go to war for our own fucking freedom within this place where we're supposed to be fucking free oh my gosh that's it I'm done I'm not gonna bore y'all too much today there was nothing positive for me to talk about but that I don't have a business to highlight this week because my rage wouldn't let me research. But yeah, hopefully we can come back next week with some progress. You know, uh, we before I wrap up, we did hear that the officer, uh, I don't know his name, was charged with, I believe, third degree murder and manslaughter, which is fucking bullshit. Because if that was a a black man or even like a black officer, I feel like first degree murder would have been right on the spot. I mean, you're giving first degree murder charges out for people you don't even fucking have evidence for. Black men locked up without enough evidence to keep them where they're at. And you're charging this man who was on camera. Like, he murdered this man. Whatever. I'm... I'm not going to get into it. I love y'all. Please keep yourselves safe. If you're out there protesting, just do it as safely as possible. DC is on a 7 p.m. curfew as of today. I believe that's only for the next couple of days. So if you're out there uptown, 14th Street, um, any of those areas, just make sure you're keeping yourself safe. Much love and light to y'all. Bye.